0: The following documents and recordings are the ninth installment in a compilation detailing the events the archaeological team sent to Base Camp Piedra, consisting of Dr. Carito Ureta, Lucas Criado, Ava Olivia Moreno, Dr. Josefa Guerrero, Simon Hall, and Dr. Xiao Liu. Following the previous installment, Miss Moreno, Dr. Guerrero, and Dr. Liu were awoken by Mr. Hall's screams for help. In the winter months, snowstorms and rainfall in the Patagonian ice fields can drastically affect the landscape. Worsened by heavy winds, such storms can reduce visibility and lead to glacial calving, ice collapses and avalanches. During these conditions, travel is not advised. The White Vault Is an audio recording from Miss Moreno's smartphone.
1: Are you recording yet? We need to hurry.
2: Yes, just
3: audio though.
1: That's enough. Let's go.
2: That was Hall. It must be him. Where is it coming from?
1: Get me out of here. Down there. The amphitheater. Hall.
2: Get me out of here.
1: Hall. It's us.
4: Get me out of here.
1: Simon, doctor, he's bleeding. Let's get him back to the sleeping area. We have a first aid kit.
4: Doctor, both of you, look. No, 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 don't, don't look. Don't. What the is this?
2: Those are teeth. What is that? Where did this Lucas? Carito?
3: Doctor Liu, please move away from the podium.
1: Doctor Liu, please. the It's
4: beating. Ah! Uh, don't just stand there. Help me get out of here. Hurry, give me the pull.
3: Yeah. Yeah, okay. Hold on to me. Let's go.
2: No lo podemos dejar aquí. ¿Cómo llegó aquí? We can just leave it out here. How did it get here? It's so fresh. What if it's her?
4: Professor! Just leave it be.
3: Ah! Ah! Let's get you ah! up there. I'll come back for them.
4: Huh? What is it? Dead bird. Where were you? Ow! Ah! I fell down the stairs. I. No. No. I, I got dragged down the stairs. I. Ava, something pulled me down there. Far enough that I, I couldn't stop myself from falling. I hit my head.
3: I know. You're bleeding. Now sit down and don't move. Okay.
4: Ah, Thank you. Ah, Thank you for for coming to get me.
3: I'm happy we found you. We didn't know where to look.
4: Oh, Glad you came back.
2: Josefa wanted to examine the teeth. And? They were human. Possibly a full set wisdom teeth excluded. But I didn't lay them out or touch them. Just looked. So the heart think that was human too yes
4: it's still beating I saw it I I heard it
3: okay let's stop the bleeding something's stuck in your
4: scalp Simon oh yeah it's a tooth right yeah I pulled another one out of my cheek earlier it ah, just just pull it out and clean it up quick I don't want that ah! you said quick. Ah, okay. Okay. I don't think this guy is human. Let me ah. stop the bleeding. Oh. Ah, damn. What happened to you? I'm starting to, to look as bad as me. <laughs>
3: Lucas attacked me down by the tent. It's
2: gone crazy. You're right, it's not human. Possibly some kind of
1: small predator, like a dog or a fox. The heart we saw. It was Carido. We all think this.
4: When you all left to help Ava, I heard Dr. Uretta calling for help, and that's when I went into the hall. And then... something happened. I don't know, it gets fuzzy and painful, but... I swear it was her. Her voice. Then something dragged me to the stairs, and I I don't remember much at that point.
1: That doesn't mean it couldn't be her. We didn't know where you were for hours, Simon. We only just fell asleep when you started
4: screaming. Wait, I was gone for hours? And no one looked for me?
3: You didn't leave a trail. For all we know, you could have just gone down the mountain. And we did look for you for a short while. We just didn't know where to go. There, two new bandages. Try not to mess with them. They aren't hearing well.
2: Where were you? What was down those stairs?
4: Oh, God. It was just... <sighs> when I woke up, I pulled a tooth out of my cheek. I mean, the floor was littered with them. And a, a powder. Like, like talcum powder. I had the camera, so I, I turned it on, and then I saw all the... It was like that descending step pyramid out there, but there were no stairs to the center, just just the large descending platforms. And there were, like, dozens of those statues. They were all set up on the huge steps all facing the center. Like, like if someone was in the middle talking, they were all looking at them. It reminded me of a court, but I, I didn't stay. I, I turned around and I started crawling back up the stairs. It was maybe six stories with no safety rails and a lot of pain. Oh God just thinking about it makes me but um, along the walls were those those beaded curtains. but there was more than just beads, professor. they were those bug carvings and some of the beads looked like pearls but they had entrances like the one you went in. There were rooms, a lot of them, all the way up the stairwell.
2: So there were substantial living quarters, maybe enough to support a small local population?
4: Yeah, maybe. I didn't go in them, but they're there. And you could imagine if there were people here in this dark... But anyway, I I made it up. It was really hard to climb those stone stairs. When I eventually made it to the top, I saw the chemical lights. But then I heard that beating. And I needed to know. That's when you found me.
1: The statues in the lower hall, what were they? Animals?
4: Uh, Most, as far as I could tell. I mean, I'll be honest, I, I wasn't taking stock. They scared the hell out of me. But after I calmed down a bit, I I saw a few. One near me looked like a whale, like the one up here. One looked like a large cat, maybe a lion or a jaguar. Um, One looked like a bird, but it wasn't like a condor. It was more like a macaw. One of them, like a big lizard, like a Komodo dragon or something like that. Oh, and a walrus. Uh, There were a lot more, but I didn't see them. Ah... think the bandage will stay on? If you stop touching it. Um, speaking of statues...
2: It had disappeared when we came back up the mountain with supplies.
4: Was
1: it there when you were up here alone?
4: Yes. Uh,
1: these may sound out of line,
2: but I think...
1: They move. Yes. No one has been stealing them or carting them around. They move.
4: I've never caught them moving on camera. Ava, could you get the memory card from the 360 camera? Sure.
2: So, you all think this too?
4: Yes, Professor. This... It makes no sense.
3: Here. What do we do now?
2: We plan. We call in on the radio, and we try to think of a way over and down the mountain.
1: Dr. Liu, my phone's at 20%. Can I stop recording for now? Yes. Thank you.
0: The following is written in the same black notebook in which Dr. Guerrero wrote her previously presented longer notes, but this record is by Dr. Liu. The first section is written in Mandarin, while the second section is written in English. The English section appears to be a list, as though she were taking notes or giving items to write down.
1: No one got much sleep. When we did, we were soon shocked away by Simon's yells for help. He's worse than before, but at least we found him. More injuries, more blood. He and Ava are so hurt and I am still unscathed. I could leave, perhaps I should, but I do not fool myself into believing I could make it out of here alone or alive. Eva asked me to talk to Josefa, so we all sat down to rest and I told them everything I know, everything I think I may know. I discussed my interpretations of the language glyphs and of the larger illustrative glyphs. There was a lot Josefa did not want to believe, but she's very accepting, it just takes time. My idea about the fog and the snow was upsetting to us all, as I explained, I do not think we can leave. I believe if we try to leave the mountain, we will only return, not by choice of course. Even given what I told them, they've decided to plan our descent. Ava is worried. She has the most experience in mountain climbing and she knows we do not have sufficient equipment for us all to descend safely. I'm not sure if she has factored in Simon's injured leg or her own injured arm. Josefa is working the radio. This time she's trying the numbers in the instructions as channels and for a longer amount of time. But we still can't read the Portuguese. Now she's telling them we are only a party of four. Simon is asleep. He looked at the videos on the 360 camera's memory card before trying to rest. And there was no point where the statue moved, only that it was there and then it was not. He and Eva are so resilient, given their conditions. we started collecting up items already, but at some point we will need to get more supplies from the tent. Eva volunteered to go to the tent, at least to check if the swarm was still there, but for now we have chosen to stick together. I told them everything I could remember about the site in China. I don't know how Simon got to sleep after that. He seemed so terrified. Josefa is attempting to justify the Chinese findings as some type of confused encounter between ignorant foreigners and an unidentified local population. That's not wrong, the team knew very little and the population is still unidentified. But could the same not be said for us? We have found a dead thing, but something still crossed in its dried carcass. Our Descent Plan Start at sunrise, cross and descend as much as possible before sunset. The easiest path brings us south, through a dip in the higher peaks. Heading west, regardless of where, will lead to descent eventually. Possible need for a way to carry injured persons remove collapsible metal and strong canvas from a cot. We only have two harnesses that we know of. We may need to make some from rope. Pull up patons from our path and collect additional ones from tent. We only know of one hammer, and it's on Lucas's belt. Hopefully there are more. Ava thinks we need helmets for this kind of climb, at least the first section, and we know we don't have any. Gear required. Rope and paracord. Four harnesses. Patons. Hammer, at least one for Ava. Crampons. Map, compass, and GPS. Satellite phone, if we can find it. Radio. Gloves. Headlights. First aid kit, restocked from tent. Food and water for six days. Shovel. Belay. Locking and non-locking carabiners. Some kind of snow probe. Without Lucas, we might not have the expertise to do this. I have asked Ava when she goes back down to the tent to film it if she can. I want to see the swarm. Maybe understand what attracted them to the tent. She was able to bring up food before so it doesn't appear that food was the intended target. For now, I'll have to suffice with speculation. I think I may try to rest, at least for a while.
0: The following audio recording is from the second camera. It is not cracked, but has a rough scratch along the lens, obscuring the bottom right-hand side of the recording. The night mode was not used, instead opting for the flashlight function. Both Dr. Liu and Dr. Guerrero are also wearing headlamps.
2: Keep
1: on the radio. We need to hurry. We may lose him. What do we need?
3: A hammer. It's like an ice axe. He wears it on his belt.
0: Let's go.
1: Are we being quiet? Or do we want him to know we're coming for him? Yes, again. We should be quiet. Yes. How about this
2: hallway? Does it lead somewhere enclosed or open? We don't know much. It's not a stairwell like the other one. It's a slowly descending hall with a few steps carved in, at least for the first several meters. There are some clips, mostly representations of megafauna from what I recall, but I have no idea where it goes. How far do you think he is? I don't see him.
1: I'm not sure, but we're still going down.
2: How far does this go? If it's a storage space, it would have been shorter, easier to access, and store heavy supplies and resources. But my second idea was some kind of religious processional tunnel, given the intricacy of the carvings and the position of the entrance atop the amphitheater.
1: I'm sorry, Josefa, but it's not really the time.
2: What I am coming to is that perhaps we're going to a tomb, or catacombs, or even a shrine of some kind. We can make some... Ay! Mierda! What do I see? What is this place? Not so much a tomb, perhaps an estuary. There's no smell of decay, but the bones are also anatomically articulated. Here, these are Awanaku bones, a llama. You can tell by the size and feet. A culpeo, a local kind of fox. Deer, possibly, and Rhea. Careful where you step. Here, the Indian condor and a puma. Josepha, what's this? It's an orca. Look at those teeth. How did they get this in here?
1: No, Josepha, not the orca. That one.
2: I have no idea. Nunca había visto algo así. I've never seen anything like it.
1: Josefa, we need to get to her. Everything here is dead. Let's not join them. We wouldn't live. There are no people
2: here, no human remains.
1: Here, there's another tunnel down. I can see light. It must be Lucas. Let's go. If this isn't. What did you call? Then it the name?
0: An unintelligible section continues for several minutes as the camera recorded nothing but darkening static. While dark and partially obscured, several shots of the osteo's collection of skeletal remains are clear enough to examine. The bones of many animals, both identified and unidentified, rest around the carved cave. Some look as though they had been carefully placed to resemble the forms they had in life, while others appear to have been placed back in strange amalgamations of mixed remains from several animals. More still are the smaller bones that lay scattered along the floor. There are several very large skeletons, but it is difficult to determine what they are. In one frame, Dr. Liu walks by a large rib bone so great in scale that it stretches above her head by perhaps half a meter. When the recording resumes, the picture is lighter than before, but less focused. <sighs> the light is working
1: again. So is the camera. But, but, but you saw it too, the, the lights. The glyphs. They have light. I saw
2: him. Lucas. He's there. With a statue. What was he
1: doing? Possibly... praying? Okay, I'll go out. And see if I can get close to the hammer. Something's wrong with him. What? Did you get the hammer? He's hurting himself. He's bleeding. Shouldn't we stop him? Liu, where's the hammer? It's on his belt, but it's not reachable. And the gun? Next to him on the floor. Did he see you? No, I don't think so.
2: Let's go. I'll take away the weapon. You distract him.
1: We'll need to get the hammer off him somehow. Are you ready? Liu? Josefa? You didn't see what he's done to himself. He's not safe. We need to consider this carefully. Once I
2: have the gun, I'll hit him. I don't know if it will stop him, but it should distract him. Take the hammer. As fast as you can. Then, you
1: run. Yes? Yes. When
4: <laughs>
2: Do you have it, Josefa, Are you okay? Get it! Get it! I can't see. You can't leave. Do you have it? Yes. No. Get away! There, more. We need to leave now. I don't force any
4: time. Let (laughs) me.
1: Are you okay? The black? It's his. He didn't. He cut his hand up. And his arms. There was a lot of blood. Is that you? I I don't think that's Carito. Whoever she is, I think she's dead. Wait. Lucas run off toward Eva and Simon. There's only one path. We need to go back now. Hurry. Right.
0: The following record is written in that same black spiral bound notebook. It has several drawings of glyphs, lists of radio channels, and two completed games of tic-tac-toe in the margins.
4: I've seen a few writings in here, so I don't think anyone will mind if I jot things down. There are these statues here, like the ones indicated in the maps, but what's not included in the official report is that the statues move. We've not seen them do it, but... It happens. Somehow. Everyone is on the crazy train now, so no reason denying it. We move from the cave into the main hall now. Ava and I agreed it seemed unsafe to stay near the moving statues and the swarm of bugs down by the tents. But we're closer to the other statues now, the ones down the stairs. I don't think there are any safe places left now that I think about it. Not that I want to. but. The statue that was gone by the cave entrance, well, it's back. Don't know how, but one moment we were in the room, the next we left to move supplies, and then it was back. It looks the same as far as I can tell. Ava has been on the radio. We haven't picked up the weird responses again, but we also haven't received anything else. We don't know exactly what we're doing, but it's not that complicated. Earlier, I hobbled over to the far side of the hall to lay down some chemical lights for Dr. Liu and Professor Guerrero. When I passed through the amphitheater, the box was missing. The box with the heart. Gone. Somewhere. My rational mind says the professor took it with her for some reason. But the part of me that's been dealing with this place for the last week tells me it's gone by some other means. Anyways, I put the chemical lights down for them, and it helps to take away some of the shadowy horror of this place. I thought they would look further away, but it's really not that far. What certainly got worse with pale green underlighting, though, are those creepy bird bones strung around the amphitheater. I don't want to be here.
0: I should help back. The following recording is from Miss Moreno's smartphone.
3: The power pack only brought me back to 55% so far, but it should be enough for the trip down to the tent and back. Thank you. Now, be sure to get an up close recording of the insects. Well, I'll get as close as I can, if they're still there.
4: Do we know how much we really have to bring? We'll need to scrap a lot
3: of weight since at some points we'll need to climb straight up and it's hard enough just body weight.
4: What about the equipment? The cameras, the scanners?
2: The data devices are not heavy. Just the equipment. We can take out the cards and drives, those
1: will fit in our pocket.
4: I've already done most of that, but it's expensive equipment.
1: Not worth more than our lives.
4: I agree, absolutely. Just, just thinking of what might have been.
3: Put everything together and we'll leave in a few hours. And get ready to sleep on a few rocks. Can I see that list? We're still missing equipment, but at least we have the hammer. Now, I'm not very experienced, but even without Lucas, we have to try.
1: Is this one packed? I can move it out to the staging area.
4: Yes, it's done, that's that's where I put the main drive you okay? Fine. I'll be back in a moment.
2: Lucas was in a horrible state. He was missing skin and she saw most of it. She'll be fine. Good enough for the descent. Alright, I'm going
3: down to get the last of the supplies. The bugs don't mind me and Lucas is still somewhere in this cave. If you see him come out and go down the mountain, scream. Otherwise, you all need to stay together up here and try not to let him out while I'm down there. Simon, where exactly did you put your hiking poles? Under my cot. I'll bring those and the metal poles from the cot and the canvas. Just in case. How's the ankle?
4: Uh, not good. It really hurts to walk. Ah, climbing is going to be a nightmare.
3: So, <sighs> nothing new. Okay. I'll do my best to immobilize your ankle for the trek out. I'll be back. Oh, Dr. Liu, Dr. Guerrero, try to replicate two harnesses out of that rope. Use the real harness as an example. It may be uncomfortable, but we're gonna need them. We can try.
0: This concludes the records from the day the nearby avalanche shook the mountain, causing the blockage of the foremost cave section which separated Miss Moreno from the rest of the archaeological team. This completes the ninth set of documents, and the final originally collected audio recordings related to the archaeological team sent to examine and record the petroglyphs found in the Patagonian ice field above base camp Piedra. The White Vault